I'm a go-getter. It's the Go-Getter Podcast with Jay Black. His goal is to inspire you to become the best version of yourself. Success is the only option. Go-Getter is all about mindset. My mindset is, since I'm here, why not be the greatest ever? And it's a win-win situation. Let's say I don't become the greatest ever. I'll become one of the greats. But it forces me to grind the greatness every day. And if you want to win that life, you got to grind the greatness every day. You deserve to live your best life. The world can sleep on you, but just make sure you don't sleep on you. So I love and believe in you, and I want to take you to that next level. Put your seatbelt on. Ride with me. I feel the three words coming. I'm excited. Yeah. So welcome to the Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. Ready or not, it's about to go up. That's right. Not down. It's about to go up. Now, I said, how y'all looking at me? Y'all love that Go Get It with Podcast with Jay Black shirt. That's right. We got the shirt going now. Oh, hold up. I got the Go Get It joggers on. Y'all can't see that okay. yet, but it's going to pop up on the screen. I got the Go Get It shoes. I'm so serious about goals. And I want you to be so serious about goals. I even got the Go Get A Pillow. That's right. Even when you sleeping, I want you thinking about your goals. So, welcome to the Go Getter Podcast with Jay Black. Go Getter. What's a Go Getter? I'm glad you asked. My logo sums up my message. One finger to the brain, one to the sky. With the right mindset, you can go to the top. I put the red check next to the brain because everything starts with the mind and it takes blood, sweat, and tears to achieve goals. Now, you're a Go Getter. I'm a Go Getter. Success is the only option. But I want you to understand, right? I want to break it down even further so you can fully understand who you are. See, a Go Getter. Grinds to greatness every day. Aims to be the best version of themselves every day. Understands that adversity is a part of the journey to success. So we embrace it. We never give up. Success is the only option. Everything about my guest today says success is the only option. And look at her right now in that Firestone green. Just killing her. Looking good. <laughs> Thank you. But can say what's up to the people. Hey, everybody. Hey, how y'all doing out there? I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited. I love it, I love it, <laughs> love it, love it. And before I get further into her, you know, I definitely want to jump into some things we got going on. So... We got the success is the only option team career day. Yes, it's going to be epic. You know, we got nine different career demonstrations. Visit the website. It just popped up on the screen, jblackinspires.com. But we have slots, um, 120 slots we started with. We got 70 teams registered already. It's going to be February 19th, but you have to be registered by January 14th. So make sure you register your team ages 13 to 19. Now, also, we got the success is the only option school tour. That's right. I'm coming to you. Visit jblackinspires.com, find out how you can get me to come to your school, not just students, I'm also training with the staffs as well, so make sure you go to jblackinspires.com. And I gotta talk about this, so, as you all know, we live in a very cold, dark world, and people are quick to tell you what you can't do. When you look at the word can't, you take the T off, it says can. That's right, you can't achieve whatever you put your mind to. So what I'm gonna share with you right now is mental exercises. This is a great way to start your day. So when you first wake up, I need three positive thoughts. I'll share a few of mine with you. Be the change that you want to see in the world. Be a great husband. Be a great father. Now, you can have more than three, but at least three. And this is when you first wake up. Now, from there, you should be going to the restroom, brushing your teeth, washing your face. If not, we got a problem. But why are you in the restroom? Look at that person you see in the mirror. I need positive affirmations. Say, I am great. I am a winner. Success is the only option. Now I got to get to my guest. So, Monica Slayton has yes. been actually a cosmetologist since 1994 and a salon owner since 1998. 
She is the CEO, and I want her to say the names. I like when I was at the event. <laughs> where was we at the uh, comedy show? Yes. Say, say the name of your company. Okay, so my salon is Monte Carlo's Hair Creations, mm-hmm. and my hair care product is Carlo Monte Hair Care Products. Hair care it's products. the Monica and Carlos mm. flipped together. My brother is Carlos, the one that's okay. right under me. Okay. And, um, like I had told you, it was our lifelong dream to have a salon and a barbershop. So I just blended us. My uncle used to see us, and my mom had an old school Monte Carlo. And when he saw us, he would say, hey, Monte Carlo. Mm. So I was like, when we get older, we're going to have a salon, and we're going to call it Monte Carlo's. You're going to cut hair, and I'm going to do hair. So that's where the names come from. And I just flipped them around for the hair care product. Oh, I love it. I love it. So right <laughs> there, we're talking about vision. You know, vision. I think it's dope. And the guy to give you a vision, but the question is, are you going to be obedient to it? And you see off rip, she was she got the vision, she locked in and she was obedient to it, and it's been a blessing to her. Yeah. So I wanna talk about so let's go back to that time. So what age were you when you got that vision as far as the name and everything? Um, we probably were about seven and eight. Wow. And seven you spoke that and today yes, you're doing it. That's yes. that's powerful. That's yes. powerful. So I wanna actually go back. I wanna ask you about the event. Where is that? You know, okay. the comedy show. Okay. So I think <laughs> I just wanna talk about far as I think the marketing of the event. I think it was a dope event space. But I want to talk about some. I talk about with my young kings and young queens of Go Get Academy, which I liked far as with you, and I'm similar. You're at a table, but step number eight is take control, customer situations, future. Yes. Even though you had a table, you was out mingling, you yes. was out moving. Yes. I think that's very, very important. Yes. And that's when I have a table event. Yeah, I'm not standing by the table. I'm going to go out and talk to the people. So I think one thing that was powerful at the event when it got to the main comedian, mm-hmm. he seen that the lighting wasn't where it should have been. So he actually came out to the middle. Mm-hmm. On the stage, yes, and it was more engaging with the it audience, was. so that changed the whole show. So I want to know your your viewpoint on that. You know, I don't know what? If you caught that? No, no, I did. But recently, or if I'm at a vending event and there's mm-hmm. a lot of vendors, I oftentimes see us sitting behind a table, and we want people to come over and ask us what our product is and wh- what we have. So you want to sit there and watch people walk by. No. I say, if, I, if you get eye contact with me, or I might even kind of, hey, girl, or hey, how you doing? Or you look nice, or come on over here. If you look at me, I'm going to get up, and I'm going to say, come here, let me tell you what I have going right. on. Because I need to let you know what my product is and what I have. I'm not sitting there waiting for it to sell itself, for you to walk by and read it. When you come to the table, hi, my name is Monica Slayton. And this is what I have. And I'm, I done gave I done gave my elevator pitch about 100 times. Right, right. <laughs> like, I'm just like, you know. Right there, what she's talking about, the energy you put out, it comes back to you. And what something she's showing right now, is this quick jewel, it's in my book, Goals Give Direction. Make sure you grab that, jblackinspires.com. But with me having an extensive background in sales and marketing, we have something called the five steps to a conversation. Okay. So what you just broke down right there was introduction. We use a C principle. Smile, mm-hmm. eye, eye contact, enthusiasm. Like everything you see from Rip, like you're never gonna forget meeting me. Or Rip, I'm, you see me. I feel them three words coming. I'm excited. Yeah. Why is this guy yelling? Why is he so excited? And I'm gonna tell you what I got going on. But off Rip, that's smiling. She talked about eye to eye contact and enthusiasm. You can't expect nobody to be so excited about your dream. It's your dream. Got to give them that vision. So you got to set the tone and create the energy. And that's what I loved about you at the event. I was like, wow, that's me right there. That's why I was going to tell you about the support. Because I'm, 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 I like to keep it real with people. I was going to tell you, I waited to the interview, but I was like, yeah, I think that's important because you took control. Mm-hmm. And what people got to understand, it doesn't matter what you're selling, you are the product. Yes, you, you are. You are the product, you know? Yes, so you are. I think that's powerful. Now, I want to talk about goals. This is the goal of the podcast with Jay Black. So, right. um, how important are goals to you? 
Goals are very important. I had a goal um, when I began um, becoming a stylist. I wanted a salon. So that was a goal, and that ended up coming a few few years later. I think I was uh, 25 when I opened my first salon. Um, and then from there, for years, I was like, you, I'm paying rent, I'm leasing spaces. So I set a goal. I want to own the building that I um, service my clients in. So that was like a major, that was like my ultimate Go to own the building that my salon was in, so I accomplished that. Mm. So now my my goal is to for my hair care product line to retire me from being a hairstylist because it's like going on to it's like twenty eight years. So at around thirty, like I want to step from behind the chair because my daughter is a stylist, makeup artist, last technician, and I want to hand it over to her. You know, leave that legacy to her, and she can do what she want to do it, and then still stay in the industry. Right. But go to the um, hair care products and so goals are very important it's almost like you know sometimes every year me and my daughter do a vision board like mm. you ha have a vision board I'm crossing things off and I'm so thankful because now I'm seeing stuff I'm just crossing it off crossing it off like if you don't have a vision or a goal and and set it out write it out how what are you moving towards right. so you're just going and moving daily so you need something set to move towards so right. and I gotta press that rewind button in case y'all didn't catch it she, <laughs> she dropped a lot of jewels on y'all right there you know what I'm saying but she talked about Check, go get her. You know, I got the red check next to the brain, but once it comes real, once you write things down, she used the vision board, but as far as even just writing goes down, as you can see it. And I'm gonna take it a step further, actually put a date next to it. And I think the biggest thing to, to raise as far as if you wanna really execute goals at a high level, you gotta have at least just one accountability partner. You know, so you share the goal with one person, that way they can hold you accountable. Now, with me, mine is my wife. And y'all know me, I go, I eat, sleep, breathe, go get her. So I told her to do this. She'll say, if I'm, if I'm slacking on the progress of a goal, she'll say, I thought she was a goal getter. You know, what? No, that's right. And then, you know, I, hit, no, you know, I got the goal, hey, I, to the tattoo, I got, I don't play no game. So, yeah, so having that accountability partner, but I think it's powerful what she talked about is constantly checking out, it takes a lot of, a lot of small goals, checking to, to attain that big goal. And that's what she's been doing. So setting the tones, I think that's very, very powerful. Thank you. And it's a step further because you're still into your daughter. Yes. You know, yes. which is powerful. So we talk now we're talking about legacy. Mm -hmm. Now we're moving into legacy. So I don't know if that word, if you think about that often, but you're naturally it seems like you're doing that with your daughter. So let's talk yes. about that and what do, what do you feel as far as you're building with the next generation? I think it's very important to um to leave a legacy. Um really like when people ask me what is my why, mm -hmm. the the breaking generational curses in my family I say first, and then I also add that the legacy building. Like when I leave here, I want my daughter and her kids and their kids to have certain things instilled in them from me. And, and I want to leave something from them to build off of. You know, so many times, like we leave our kids debt right. or we leave our kids in a situation where they're lost. I want them to be able, because of Grandma Monica Slayton or Great Grandma Monica Slayton, we were able to, you know, progress and, you know, do this and that. So it's very important to me. You know, um, my, I mean, my mother is still living, but my father, he passed and he didn't get a chance to to really leave much of a legacy. And right. I wanted I want mine to be greater. So then my daughter will want to leave a greater one for her kids and grandkids. Right. And real quick, I just want to highlight a very part. She said, why? You know, um, step number seven of the eight steps of success, <laughs> once again, I teach the young kings and young queens, just know why you're here and where you're going. When you have a why, it's that's actually your, um, when you feel like you don't have nothing else in your in the tank, that's that you can grab from that why, and that gives you the fuel, 
You know, so that why is very, very important. People ask why I'm so excited all the time, all the time because of my why. I know why I'm here, where I'm going. It doesn't make sense to me not, not to be excited about life because I'm conscious of the fact that 151,000 people die every day. That's 151,000 dreams cut short. So I feel that every day I wake up, it's a gift. And I feel a disrespectful to God if I open up my gift with passion. And then take a step further, I got a wife depending on me. I actually got three daughters depending on me. I got a son depending on me. I have a goal getter academy depending on me. I feel like I'm actually carrying on a legacy of my ancestors. So it's it's not, when I say success is the only option, success is the only option. It's my duty to show people in my community that you don't got to be an athlete, a drug dealer, or an entertainer. You can be a motivational brand and become a multi-millionaire. Yes. And I just say numbers like that because we're big in our community as far as numbers and stuff like that. But I want to show you define what success means to you, but it's very important for me to attain this goal because I want to show them a different way, you know, thinking outside the box. But you set the tone. Yes. So let's keep it going. Okay. So, Monica, somebody asked, who is Monica? What would you say? Wow, who is Monica? Monica is someone who thrives off of, who's motivated off of, like I'll take something negative and turn it into like a positive. So right. that's who I am. Like I was born like in a bad situation. Well, it wasn't bad because I was here, but mm -hmm. the way I was born, um, like my mom was a teenager and I was given to my great grandparents, not my grandparents, my great grandparents. Wow, so I feel like I always like kind of fought a little harder for like attention. So who is Monica? Monica is somebody who I'm always in competition with myself. I always want to better myself. I want to raise my daughter better than, you know, my mother did for me. I want to be an example for my community community more than, you know, what I've seen. So that's right. who Monica is. Like when people are like, oh, what are you trying to do? Why are you going so hard? What are you trying to prove? It? It's not to anybody else. It's to me. So that's like, it. it's very important for me to feel comfortable with myself inside and outside, right. you know, and I'm the only one who can control that. Right. So who is Monica? Monica somebody that's motivating Monica first, so then right. she could do the motivations on the outside. So. Talk to him. I love it. I love it. It's something I want to highlight. She said, it's me versus me. It's not yeah, about nobody it's, else. It's, it's me versus me. And she's, and she's using, I believe that... Um, you didn't say the word, but I think pain pain is positive, you know? It is. Because pain, it is. it's all about perspective, you know? But you talked about, as far as your early uh, stage, as far as entering this world, you were given to your great-grandmother, mm -hmm. you know? So, of course, I'm definitely you had to feel some type of way towards your mother. But you said also, because of your experiences, you want to do things better than what your mother did. Yeah, I do. So I, I do. It's this quote. Um, I love you sharing this quote. It says, a smart person learns from their own mistakes. But a wise person learns from other people's mistakes. Yes. Now, very important to be smart. You're going to make mistakes, but it's very important to be wise. There's so many mistakes that your grandmother's made, great-grandmother's made, or mm -hmm. even me and Monica made. We made the mistakes mm -hmm. so you don't have to make them because you're, mm -hmm. you're seeing this interview. And she gauged and she was, she, was, she was aware of her surroundings. So she was sharp and she's doing certain things better than what maybe her grandmother or great-mother or mother did. So I think that's that's powerful. Now, i got to ask you this, too, because... Um, so the entrepreneur bug, where did that come from? Is that Ooh, something in the family? It's in my family. It's in your family? It's, it's, it's in my family. Um, it's in my family in positive and negative ways. Okay. Right. So when I grew up, when I would go to a lot of different parts of my family, people were hustling things that, you know, like right. illegal. So I saw like grind and hustle. But as I got older, I found out that so many people in my family, um, like own salons, barbershop, 
Um, my uncle Harvey Slayton used to have a barbershop on Diagonal. Okay. Um, I have cousins and people who own beauty schools. It's like in the beauty industry, like my family, like uh, we do hair, we cut hair, we, you know, we sell stuff. And so I think that's where it, where it came from. Like and I think right now she talking about Slayton. You know, it's kind of her name, her last name is kind of crazy. Her last <laughs> name is Slayton. And she slayed today. She ain't playing no games. She is not playing no games. That's what's up. That's what's up. So if um, I want you to give some people, you kind of hinted towards it, but I want you to give the people some principles that you live by. Um, first, I put God first. Mm. Putting God first in everything because when Monica tries on her own, it doesn't work. Sometimes I try to get ahead of God right. or like I'm impatient. Um, you know, one thing, you know, as you mature and you grow, you learn how to to be patient and listen. Mm. Um you listen to your body, listen to that inner voice, listen to God. You know, a lot of times we do stuff and you hear something say, don't do that. Right. And then you you go a step, you be like, I'm going to do it anyway. Cause I, and you heard it. You right. had your warning. So that that's one principle to, to, to sit, kind of be still sometimes mm-hmm. and just listen. And you will get all your answers. I remember one time my um, first lady was preaching and she said, everything that you need, you already have in your hands. Right. So I was thinking, like, what do I have in my hands? What do I, what do you mean? Everything I need to be successful, I already have. And when you look at it, God has given you some type of talent, some type of gift. If it's creativity, like anything like that, that's, that's a principle. Whatever you have, whatever God gave you, that's what you, that's what you flow with because it's easy. It's effortless. It's not work. Right. And your gift will make room for you. And mm-hmm. some, I think, uh, powerful you said, as far as just making sure that you listen. You know, we mm-hmm. have two ears and one mouth for a reason. And some also you said that was powerful timing, you know. Mm-hmm. That leads to the process. You got to understand that our timing and God's timing is different. Mm-hmm. We said it again, our timing and God's timing is Way different. different. So it's very important to fall in love with the process. A lot of people say they want to attain that success, but they see just the end result. Mm-hmm. But they don't understand the backstory of all the things that person right. went through, the late nights, the sleepless nights, even frustration, um, even crying. You right, know? right, when you, right. Because entrepreneurship is not easy. It might look it, but you know, it's, it's a lot of work. You know, you got to really put in the work. And if you want to be successful, period, it's going to come a point where you have to make some sacrifices and you got to look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I said I want to attain these things now. Am I willing to do what it really takes? And what mm-hmm. it really takes is, yes, this person, um, they're cool. They might be family, but sometimes you got to love people from a distance because mm-hmm. they can hinder the goal. So mm-hmm. that means we're talking about sacrifices and we're talking about tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. So one thing, because um, we talked about goals and we talked about prices, but I want, you, I want you to give people, talk about adversity because okay. nothing comes easy. So give us one thing as far as big obstacle you had on your journey because I want to understand, yes, you can achieve the goal, but you're going to face some adversity. It's not going to be easy. But mm-hmm. the test will lead to a testimony, but you got to be willing to go through the test. A lot of people, they ain't willing to go through the test. I mean, there's, there's, I've, there's so many adversities come to mind when you ask me that. Mm-hmm. I can think of um, when I went to the bank to buy my building. Okay. Um, they was like, oh, you can't get a loan. I'm like, but my credit score is like, you know, like, why can't I get a loan? Oh, this and this and this. This man looked at me and told me that I wasn't going to be able to get a loan. With And I'm like, what do you mean? I make money. I, my credit is good. I've been doing, you know, working in the industry because it wasn't necessarily set up 
at that time set up for us. It wasn't. Right. So instead of saying, this is the way that you can go to get there, he pretty much told me, and what, what did I tell you about when somebody tell you I can't or right. I, whatever. Word, then that, that's like, what? Right. Okay. Oh, I can't. You know, so that was like adversity. Just being a minority period and then being a woman and then coming up. Like um, somebody told me I was an entrepreneur when it wasn't popular. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I was the, that was like way in the 90s. Everybody didn't have a business or, or wasn't trying to obtain a business. Right. Um, I had people tell me that I, sh- I had people tell me I shouldn't do hair. I had people tell me I shouldn't get a salon. I had people tell me, you know, I couldn't. I mean, when I say that there were so many obstacles, I, I can't even count them. But one thing was. I had to keep pushing. Mm. Like when somebody tells me no, I want to know why. Like why? What you mean? Like why I can't get it? That means you're not trying to come up off of it, but somebody will. So I keep going. And that's sometimes my mom is like, you'll go buy a house and you don't even have any money. I'm like, because I I mean, I have that faith. Like I believe, like I want it. That's mine. Like I saw it, you know. So I I don't, I try to block out um, the negative things. And I'm not the person like one of these days when I get enough money, I'm a, no, nah, what can I do on a on a smaller level? Right. Okay, well, let me buy 10. So you had asked me a question about when did I get the entrepreneurial bug and something right. came to mind. When I was little um, or younger, I sold my uh, Atari because I, I wanted the oh, money. Oh, she showed, she showed her sold, age right I now. I sold it. She didn't say Genesis. She said Atari. Honey, it was an Atari. Ooh. Atari, a ColecoVision, one of those little <laughs> things that they had back in the day. I sold it. And then my grandfather had got this little mini bike for me, like a little mm-hmm. mini motorcycle. I done sold it. I, was, I remember selling stuff mm-hmm. when I was younger. And I was raised by my great-grandparents. You know, kind of right. like you be in trouble, but not all the way trouble. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Because they right. not like your, your mom and your grand, regular grandparents. You know, they going to you know, act a fool. Right. I just I sold stuff as a kid. Mm. And I remember doing hair. It's this story about and and I got I got my butt tore up for it. But as a little girl, I cut my cousin's ponytail off. Mm. And we talk about that because I do her hair to this day. Wow. But I was trying to do hair. Mm. And I was like, hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm thinking that I was going to be able to make it back happen or something like that. But I, right. cut, her, I cut her ponytail off. But that was the beginning of my, uh, you know, wow. me being a hairstylist. So I think it's funny, though, because really your life has led up to everything you're doing today. Right. A lot of times people just like trying to figure out what their gift is. You just think about what you've been doing your whole life. Yes. And really, what you talked about earlier is something that comes easy. Mm-hmm. Like I've been um, in performing arts schools my whole life. So really this is the stage. You know, I've mm-hmm. been... Uh, yes, I run yes. speech contests, you know, I've been on stage as far as my mom wrote, producing direct plays, you know, as far as martial arts, as far as when I think of motivational speaking, like from a sales marketing aspect, I think of 16 to 18 hour days because I had to outsell everybody to be able to run a morning mm. meeting. So I was trained specifically motivational speaking. It was the point like if wow. I didn't sell anything, I didn't eat. Or when you're trying to build a team, you know. You got to be the person to run the meeting before the owner. So mm-hmm. everybody be going home. They might have collected a thousand dollars that day. Okay, well, um, okay, y'all going home, going to sleep. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going night merchant. You know, because mm. I want to make sure that I get the number one day of observation for I can run a morning meeting and I get first pick, and that means I'm next up. Because the person that, the way you get to the next level is you build a team, and then now you're in the office, learn that office part of entrepreneurship opposed to the sales marketing aspect. So I'll be out 11, 12, sometimes one, you know, parking lots, bowling alleys, bar hopping, to make sure I was the high roller. So somebody might have collected $1,000 a day. I make sure I collect 1001 I know so that's right. They actually 
and prepare a meeting the whole night. They come in the morning thinking they run the meeting. And the high roller is, back then it was Jamar the Star. Jamar the Star! I know. Oh, that's yeah? Oh, hold on. I'll sell. Oh, he went night merchant. You know, so that mentality. So that's when I think of motivational speaking, it's blood, sweat, and tears, 16 to 18 hour days. But everything, I've been thinking about it as far as, like you talked about selling stuff so young. Everything I've known is a culmination of everything I've done my whole life. Your whole life. So I think that's very, very powerful. So give the people your social media information because they definitely got to stay in contact with you. Okay. So my regular uh, Facebook is Monica Slayton. Um, you can reach me at Carlo Mani Hair Care on Instagram, Carlo Mani Hair Care Products on Facebook, and Monte Carlo's Hair Creations on Facebook. I'm not going to give y'all all the other ones. <laughs> I do have, And it's, it's one thing before we leave that mm -hmm. I wanted to say that that was pressed upon my spirit. Okay. Um, me sitting here talking, I grew up with very low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. Yes, I was a hairdresser, but I made other people look pretty. Right. And I was behind them. Okay. And so you didn't have to look at me. So me sitting here talking, if I look back... 10, 20 years ago, I don't think I would have been able to sit in an interview. I had very low self-esteem. Like, my chocolateness is beautiful, wow. but growing up back then, it wasn't the thing. You know, like, it wasn't, it wasn't even the word chocolate. People just said black, and they used black in a negative kind right. of take. They used it as a negative. So I even remember trying to put bleach and lighten my skin and try to do everything. And my grandmother was like, but you're beautiful. And I'm like, but she was light-skinned. You know, so right. I'm thinking like, you don't understand that I don't want to look like this. So growing up with this, this not being popular like it is now, mm -hmm. um, I, I had very low self-esteem. I suffered from depression. I had all that going on. So me sitting in front of people, like somebody be like, oh, you be doing all this and being all extra yeah i am extra you know what i'm saying On purpose. extra in a in a positive, <laughs> positive and, and, I, and i'd be like i i am much they be like you're doing too much i'm not doing too much i am much because you know people all the time like I'm telling y'all, I wouldn't. I didn't want to look at me. So to be on a camera, to be in a podcast, it, there's like four cameras on me right now. Like I would have never been able to handle that because I didn't love myself. I didn't love myself because of what everybody else out there told me. So now I look in the mirror and that's why I say my own competition is Monica. Because when I look at Monica, Monica, I love you. Yeah, my, that might that might have not have worked today. Oh, your hair was like, oh, you didn't get your Edge is laid all the way down, honey, but you doing it, and I love you because you have fought. You have fought through low self-esteem, depression, adversity, abuse, all that type of stuff. You hustled through all that. Like, like my cousin said, when it wasn't popular, when people told me that I could not. So my thing to young people now is it doesn't matter what people say. If you believe and you trust God, all things are possible. All things are possible, flat out. You don't have to have hips like Keisha. You don't have to have hair like Michelle. You don't have to have whatever. You don't have to be 6'3", fellas. You don't have to be all this that everybody else is. All you got to do is be the only you that God created. You are the only you that God created, and that's who I need you to be. That's who you need to be for yourself. And it doesn't matter because if Monica Slayton can do it, if I told y'all my whole story, you wouldn't even believe all the stuff I went through over the last years you wouldn't even believe it and for me to be still be standing I feel like it's a chance for me to be able to tell somebody else to tell somebody young that you can do it you can stand and you are 
You are the best. You are great. You you are. Look at this man right here. You see what I'm saying? When he has that passion and he said it's for a reason, it's down in his spirit because of something that he been through made him want to see that I'm going to set a goal and I'm going to do it and I'm going to tell everybody else you can do it too. So if I leave anything, I just wanted people to know that that's in my spirit. It doesn't matter. It's about you and you. It's about you and you, not nobody else. Woo, hey, hey, I'm just gonna do this. <laughs> Wherever you at, hey, I'm telling you right now, that right there, what you call it right there, that's an experience. That's a God experience right there. That's a God experience. I was actually about to wrap up the podcast. That was God, she said, that was God working through her because somebody out there need to hear what she just said. So I hope you receive it. If you gotta press rewind a couple times, but <laughs> receive that message, receive that. And we're going to end that on, not, on that note. So, I love and believe in you. And always remember, always remember, always remember. Only person that can stop you is you. Yes. It's the Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. Stay excited and stay connected. www.jblackinspires.com.